0: And welcome to another edition of The War Room here on KLKC Radio. I am your host, Sean Fry, and I'm joined by Dearden Kelly. It's her second time on the show. Second or third time? Second? Yeah, second time on the show, but she has a new title now. The former Labette Volleyball Assistant Coach is now the new head coach of Coffeeville Community College, the Red Ravens, over in Montgomery County. So congratulations to Dearden. Yay, everybody clap for her. Congratulations on getting that new job. Thank you. So... Take us through what it, let's really get into the nitty-gritty of what an interview process is like, because, you know, you're an assistant coach. You'd been one for two seasons that happened in the same calendar year. Yep. Uh, you had served for like a year and a half before ever getting to step foot on the court. Uh, take me through what obviously I'm sure you found out that there was an opening, what that process was like for you.
1: Found out there was an opening. I kind of just asked around. I definitely asked the old coach, like pros and cons of the job, like just to see if I wanted to stay close to home or try to venture out, something like that. And then I applied, got the call, went on my interview. It was quite a lengthy interview. Met the president, athletic director, then like the committee, of course, the hiring committee, um, who like put me through the interview and then took me on a full tour. And then about two and a half weeks later, they called and they had offered me the position.
0: So so first off, when you hit up the old head coach and you asked about pros and cons, what what was her answer?
1: Um, I mean, she had great things to say about the community and the people she worked with. I think the cons for her were kind of like, you know, she didn't have an assistant and it was kind of a lot to take in all at first. No one kind of really like showed her the ropes. So I was very, um, thankful because when I came in she really um has been super helpful of my needs or if I have like some random question that I don't know the answer to I just call her and she
0: yeah
1: yeah fills in the blank for me
0: what's one what's what's an example of that
1: um just as they have like different um it's not different scholarships but they're just like called different things and there's different ways to give kids money obviously like and county in county school stuff operates like that. a little different yeah, though, yeah exactly so just kind of like transferring the lingo lingo to stuff i know
0: mm-hmm. uh so when you uh when you got interviewed i'm curious you said it was a lengthy interview you met the president and all that what were some of the more interesting questions you got i'm, I'm curious as to this oh man What what's the first question that stands out in your mind whether for any reason good bad interesting you felt like you answered it well you felt like you had a bad answer for it what's when I, th- when I ask you the, about interview questions, what's that first one that pops in? Uh, that's
1: a good one. Okay. Um, probably my plans on turning a program around because mm-hmm. I've been asked that before, especially like what I'm going to contribute to Labette, stuff like that. And so um, when they asked that in the Coffeeville interview, it was hard because I was like, well, that was supposed to be what, I mean, that is what we were doing at Labette. We took a great stride last season but um,
0: truly, by the way, yeah, got for to sure. what eight nine wins
1: nine yeah got
0: to nine and wins. we lost
1: like five five set matches so I mean, mm-hmm. stamina wise we weren't there but big strides from what we're used to so my answer to that question is always recruiting which is something that is like my favorite part of the job but is also <laughs> the thing I don't have much time to do this year mm-hmm. because um I wasn't. Left with too many girls, so now I kind of gotta hit the ground running. So how many like,
0: were you left with? Uh,
1: three. Woo, fine. Yeah. <laughs> so I think once I get enough to rotate in a circle, I'll feel a lot better. There we yeah.
0: go. Once you have <laughs> a college volleyball yeah, team, you'll what? feel like a head coach <laughs> of a college volleyball yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious what the vision was for Co- Coffeeville. Is an interesting place for me, and because you know when Delise Downing was there. Uh, obviously, a very uh, prolific head coach oh guided God, them yeah. to back-to-back national titles. I played
1: against that national team; they were so good.
0: Yeah, you were at Fort Scott when they were <laughs> winning those titles. Yeah, uh, and they uh, she takes the job at Hutchinson, and Coffeyville e- immediately starts backsliding. Honestly, you yep. know, there's there's no other way around it. And, and let's just be let's be real about this for a second. You you played what? Uh uh Lebet, you played a couple of five set and a four set match against Coffeeville this year? Uh, yes. Uh yeah, that would have been embarrassing to delise Downing. Yeah. That would have been embarrassing to go five with, with Labette. But now Coffeeville and Labette were essentially competitive. You should have beat them at least one if not, When you go five sets, you can point to areas where you should have won or lost a match. Absolutely. And that shows one the backsliding of coffee. It does show the progress you took at LaBette this year. I don't uh-huh. want that to go under, uh, you know undersold. But when when the AD over there, it's like it's Jeff Liker at yeah. Coffeeville, right? Uh-huh. When Liker's asking you how are you gonna turn this program around, how are you gonna how are you gonna try to get us back looking like we had under DeLise? very, very, very high bar, what's an answer you get to that?
1: Well, I'm not the least, nor... And I like that. Yeah, like I'm that. not the least. I mean, she did amazing things with the program, but it also took her 15 years to build that empire. Like, you know, before her first Nationals appearance. Like, she spent time and love and effort. And I think that's just something I have to give as I don't have anything else to do other than walk my dog. I'm now graduated. <laughs> I'm, you know what I mean? So... Um, I just told him spending time on the program, trying to find the right fits, trying to Mm
0: -hmm.
1: go in a better direction. And not only like on the court in the classroom, like getting those academic girls, too, that can contribute, getting local kids that can contribute, stuff like Mm -hmm. that, because you don't see that very often. Um, So, yeah, I just kind of really push on the recruiting front. And granted, I have three girls, so.
0: Now, uh, yeah, recruiting. <laughs> so, is, like, I have to <laughs> exactly. Recruiting yeah. is always kind of the the interesting part of being a college coach. I, I I tell people when you talk about X's and O's, there's not much difference between college and high school coaches. If anything, a lot of high school systems can be more complex. Yep. Because they're trying to mask more deficiencies that you have on the court. Be, how good you are, how much success you have as a college coach is truly defined by recruiting. How do you? Wh- what's how do you take that as it's now your job to go recruit as a as a full-time head coach you mm-hmm. don't have the luxury of being an assistant saying and then passing anything on to Haley Miller yeah. it, it is Dearden Kelly's program what's your approach to recruiting at Bill?
1: oh um, I really don't think it's changed I mean I recruited a lot at Labette too same thing so I just kind of hit the ground running and if um you know in person obviously now it's picked back up, I feel like it's going to slow back down in the near future because of the COVID stuff. Hopefully mm-hmm. I'm wrong, but um, so just kind of getting out face-to-face when I can, um, I think says a lot.
0: Yeah. Now getting out face-to-face and all, and, and all that stuff, new program, how much do you actually pitch the fact that this is a team that won back-to-back national titles not too long ago? Is that literally uh, like the first thing you ever say <laughs> to anybody? No,
1: no, I mean, I kind of just I kind of just sell them on me mm-hmm. being a coach, what they what are their needs? How can I meet their needs? um if I can't meet their needs that I'm pretty respectable about just like bowing out, okay, cool, great, that this isn't the fit for you if you have too many high school credits or if you're just like, no duco's the worst, then I'm like, nah, okay, well, I'm not gonna spend you know five hours trying to change your mind it, you know yeah. a spade is a spade, you know, um okay like putting lipstick on a pig, you just yeah. you just sell the pig, you know um. If they're like, what is Coffeyville like? Why is there like, pro-? like you know, is the volleyball good? It's Kansas, you know? I kind of just talk about like our conference and how usually like, there's like eight of us who are nationally ranked at one point in time. And then Coffeyville was the back-to-back but, national champion. So I, if they ask, I kind of work it in, but it's not like the first thing I say because I feel like I'm selling Delisa's legacy and not my own.
0: And not only that, but not only did Coffeville win back-to-back national titles, but...
1: The year before, they got ninth, and then the year after, the back-to-back, they got fourth.
0: And your alum, your alma mater, went to the national tournament not too long ago in Fort Sky, yeah. and someone in her coach, in Lindsay Hill's coaching tree, took her team to nationals yeah. not too long ago. You're in a tree of people who have been to the national tournament within mm-hmm. recent years, in yeah. addition to the fact that you're at a program that won national titles. Yeah. There's,
1: yeah. It's a standard, for sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, Coffinville wasn't there this past year. On the court, how do you do? You, do you feel like you can go out there and get the talent to put them back at that level? Because right now you're not. You're, you're not. Obviously, three girls aren't gonna go. Beat, yeah, exactly. three girls aren't gonna go beat the Casey Kays and Johnsons.
1: No, again, I'll feel more comfortable answering that questions once I do kind of get people committed and see where I'm at. Um,
0: have you signed that first recruit yet? Not yet. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I just had my first
1: visit. I have like four next week. I'm just repping out kind of the visits and stuff like that. And then hopefully we'll, they'll just start knocking them down.
0: How'd your first visit go? You said you had one last week?
1: Yeah, it went really well.
0: So take me through your, your strategy as a visit. Because when I was a manager at K-State, I mean, if we had to roll out the red carpet for these dudes. It was yeah. clean the locker room and set out all the jerseys. And I mean, it's even more complex now with, you know, people doing photo shoots and all that stuff.
1: Yeah. I Okay. So I basically go to my office, kind of do the casualties, meet, whatever, take them through kind of the high points of the campus. Just so I mean, it's a JUCO, so it's small, but it's homey. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to kind of bring some of my girls in just so they get a different perspective. They can kind of be like, oh, this is where we hang out or this is where no one goes here. You know, they are going to know that stuff. I'm not since I'm new. Um, and then we finish kind of at the gym since we do have our own gym. That is nice. Gym locker room, whatever. Then we gonna kind of go back up to the office and talk about like the money, the logistics, the playing, mm-hmm. and stuff like that.
0: How, what was the response you got from wh- whatever, whoever this girl was that you brought in?
1: She had great things to say. She really thinks like JUCO's the option for her, so mm-hmm. that's kind of nice to hear. You know, a where lot were people, they from? Uh, Oklahoma. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: So there's not much JUCO volleyball in Oklahoma. I believe NEO might actually be it.
1: NEO Rose and Seminole.
0: Gotcha. Taco doesn't have it? Uh-uh. I don't, know. I don't think. No idea. I know they have good basketball there. The great
1: basketball, but I don't think they have volleyball. I haven't heard of it. I don't I feel think like so. I would have.
0: So, <laughs> uh, and yeah. obviously, I mean, the Jayhawk is going to be more competitive than Oklahoma Juco's by and large. Yeah. NEO's a good program. Yeah. But
1: their coach just left, though, so I'm kind of interested to see how that goes. Their coach, too.
0: NEO's coach just left? Uh-huh. She there. just got the job. She just left, though.
1: She went back to her uh, alma mater, I'm pretty sure. Like, Where at? Southern Arkansas. Okay. I want to say.
0: Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. That'll be. NEO's had some coaching turnover lately. I know they have a new softball coach yeah. this year. I know they're about to have a new volleyball coach. And those were two very well respected programs in that school yeah. that were always competitive uh-huh. and produced a good coaching tree.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited.
0: (laughs) Hey, uh, let's go to a quick break, but when we come back, I'll keep annoying you about this new job you have at Coffeeville. Perfect. Uh, When we come back on The War Room, more Deer and Kelly, Coffeeville Community College head coach. Does that sound cool?
1: Uh, Not really.
0: Come on. (laughs) You got to learn to (laughs) embrace it. We'll be back on The War Room. Don't go away. And we're back here on the War Room here on KLKC Radio. I'm your host, Sean Fry. We got Coffeeville head coach Deirdre and Kelly. She doesn't like that. So, no, I maybe, like it.
1: It's just weird. Maybe
0: Deirdre Kelly, like they called you uh, oh, uh, to open no. the year a couple heck of- <laughs> <heck no>. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest little anecdote for me is so you get hired in January of 2019 to be mm-hmm. the new assistant coach. And you don't get to walk the floor for a game until the spring of 2021.
1: 2020. Spring of
0: 2021.
1: Hired. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right.
0: Because so you got hired at the end of 2019, and you don't yeah, get back, to take back, the floor yeah. until 2021 yeah. yep. to coach a game. You go to Allen for your first game as an assistant coach for a little bit. They
1: just butcher it.
0: And they butcher <laughs> your name. <laughs> yeah. You've been waiting a year and a uh, half to say, I'm on the floor as a college coach. and just, Yep.
1: I'm used to it, though. I don't mind. It is what it is. <laughs>
0: So I assume one of the first steps you took when you got the Coffeeville job was to find out who the public address announcer is and make sure they get your damn name right.
1: (laughs) No, it's funny because, you know, my name's Steereded Kelly. And so people be like, Kelly? And I'm like, yeah. And then they'll kind of talk and then they like see it written down. They're like, oh my God, I've been calling you your last name. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. People call me
0: Fry all the time. Very few people actually call me Sean.
1: Yeah, I don't care.
0: It is what it is at yeah, this point. Just,
1: yeah, just get my attention somehow <laughs> <laughs> at
0: that point. So, you, we we talked about the interview and your recruiting approach and everything. What interested you about the Coffeeville job? Obviously, I know you just graduated with your master's in
1: human resources
0: out of Pitt State. Yes, congratulations Thank on that. You. Uh, obviously, a very uh, so. Whenever an assistant coach fresh out of college generally gets your master's, that's usually the trigger point to all right, time to go find a a new job somewhere Mm -hmm. what interested you about the coffeeville opening
1: what interested me was when i was talking to katrina and stuff she just kind of said how like the community really supports the college um i think that was kind of a selling factor for me also the fact that um i'm still not too far away from home my niece and my nephew i can still go to you know there's soccer games or t-ball or dance or whatever it's i'm just a drive away Mm-hmm. instead of being far I'm kind of a family person
0: do you uh when you look at uh all the challenges facing Coffeeville and getting it back on its feet what, what, what outside of recruiting what's what was the first thing you maybe identified and said I can attack this
1: you know I I feel like me as a person I can't really just sit down and make that list I feel like for me that's super overwhelming so every day I just kind of go in with a mindset like we're gonna finish we're gonna accomplish one or two things today and I just chip away I'm just mm-hmm. chipping away at the iceberg chipping away at the iceberg and a lot of times to- a lot of days that is recruiting oh you know all right we need to get this position this position and some days it's just ordering new jerseys or trying to figure out how the new system works stuff like that and I just day by day mm-hmm. which is something that I do offer to the program because I do have Literally nothing but time. (laughs) (laughs) So.
0: (laughs) Do you guys, so when does the spring scrimmage season normally get started for you guys? So
1: February 1st is kind of when we can start practicing um, individually. Uh, March is kind of when we do team and then April is kind of when we have scrimmages. So I'll take the girls. I don't really, I don't really have that many, but I'll take like, we'll have like five or so and I'll ask probably one of the setters just to come, you know mess around with them and play so they can and we'll do like one scrimmage, but that's just all. My main focus is kind of just all right, gonna get them relocated to where the sophomores to where they want to go. The freshmen are returning, get them up to my pace and then
0: recruiting. Do you uh what what what, have you met any of you know those so and so boosters or community, or anything like that? Has anybody been Um I
1: haven't met any yet? I think once I'm actually like living in Coffeeville I'll kind of <laughs> make my way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But again, I'm commuting right now. So it's like, Parsons, office, back home, you know.
0: Still living with your old boss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I- I'm curious too what ha- what Haley's re- re- reaction to the whole process was and when you finally got hired.
1: I mean, we're friends, uh, like, ultimately. I mean, she was my <laughs> coach.
0: Ultimately. You know, she
1: was my coach, and then I worked under her, and then um, she's been nothing but supportive. I mean, we literally just went um, recruiting together at MLK. So, I mean, I still have – I want the program to be successful. I want her to be successful as my friend, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also want to be successful, but, you know, all's fair in love and war.
0: Do you uh... – how competitive do you feel like you'll be when you actually play each other in the fall?
1: Well, I'm competitive with everyone, mm-hmm. so I don't think it matters who it is. <laughs> you know, like I want to win regardless at the end of the day. So she wants the same.
0: Mm-hmm. Are you? Uh, I'm just curious who's gonna get who who's gonna throw the first punch or who's gonna. <laughs> I don't think it'll get to that.
1: <laughs> I don't think it'll get to that again. Like, I'm all about competition nice clean fun whatever Mm -hmm. that's what makes it fun but
0: i remember when i was uh i was doing a story about how uh who recently got a job in the conference in softball sam sam campbell got a job at independence and it was the same time that uh kaylani got the job at fort scott for softball And so I was interviewing Ryan Phillips about that. I was like, "Hey, two of your, one of your old assistants and one of your old players are now head coaches in your conference. What what do you think about that? Talking about like the coaching tree and all that." And, uh, uh, and we we talked about. He's like, "Yeah, I want my. You know, I'm glad that these people can continue building the program and all this stuff." And it gives all the right answers to Phil's yeah. story. And then the last thing he says was, "I'm gonna beat the expletive out of him." <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he was like, "Put that on the record." I would I, I would expect nothing
1: less from Phillips. <laughs> I would expect nothing less from him.
0: Is there any part of that in you though that you want to beat her? Is, is there a, obviously you always want to win? But is there a, is there an extra edge in there to you to for the student to become the master?
1: yeah but in a sense like again when you walk into a game it's hard to kind of put that person like that personal touch you know behind but at the end of the day it's it's a conference game it's war every time like each conference game should be personal like you want to win it doesn't matter if it's Haley. it doesn't matter if it's jenny from johnson or steven from cali or whatever it's you want to be the best of the best
0: uh, do you feel like you have the recruiting? Do you feel like you have the chops that get Coffeeville back there quickly? Not necessarily quickly, but effectively.
1: I think in due time.
0: What you've been in, you've been part of the Labette rebuild process for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. What, what does it really take to recover a program? And I think you have some advantages at Coffeeville. Obviously, oh, I their agree. recent success gives you a little credence of, okay, if, we, if I can just get some girls to go look online for a little bit, they might be more willing to come here.
1: I use, I definitely use the other coaches at Coffeeville as a resource just to kind of learn from them and like how they get their kids there. Granted, some of it's different because some of those coaches are D1 programs, so they can obviously offer more money, stuff like that. But I kind of just changed my demographic to um, like the areas I recruit and stuff. Girls I know who can afford, girls I know who can't afford, girls I know who skill-wise might do you know depending schools high school stuff like that kind of cross-referencing i spend a lot of time doing that um max preps looking up stats okay now going to their club team what do they put up there because that's more competitive obviously than high school so um i think that's kind of been my main focus again Mm -hmm. just doing trying to get that done so i think in due time i can get back up to hopefully being super successful but um, again, I kind of just take it day by day right now.
0: Uh, last thing it, and we talked a little about this off air you uh, you were on the hunt for an assistant and you think you found one. Uh, why don't you tell us a little do you want to tell us a little bit about him?
1: Well, not yet, I don't want to jinx
0: it. What was the process of finding an assistant like? I mean obviously, you've got to find someone that, that you trust and you feel like can, can do it. What, what was the quality what were the qualities that were important to you?
1: Um I wanted someone, that's opposite of me because I already have me. You know, I want someone who brings different qualities to the table, different attributes, um, and brings a different perspective than what I already bring. Mm-hmm. And I think I found that.
0: There we go. What's a, what's a different perspective? What's a complementing perspective to you?
1: Um, such as I'm super kind of all gas, no brakes. I also don't love to ask for help. So I kind of need someone who can be like, hey, What do you need for help? Or, hey, I think the girls are tired. Maybe they need a day off. Or maybe you need a day off or something like that. Just kind of keep me in check, Mm -hmm. I think.
0: Uh, Lastly, reflect on your time at LaBette a little bit. I'm curious, do you think the program is... What do you think the state of the program is that you're leaving behind?
1: I mean, I think... It's sad because I leaving those girls was like the hardest thing I ever had to do. Um because I love them, obviously, I recruited a lot of them, and kind of seeing them, I felt like I was unfinished, you know what I mean, because we didn't have, like, that amazing breakout season, but just trying to explain to them, like, they're part of a process, and we took a step, and just that little bit hasn't taken that step in so long, so it's positive for them to kind of come in and come back and buy, really buy into what we're doing. Um, I think I'm, I think I'm leaving it behind and going in the right direction.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll say that.
0: You think it'll stay? I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful it
1: will. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I I you know you, you look back on this year. I always think about. I I look back on the bit volleyball season and I think, what if you had beaten Fort Scott that first conference game? Oh, what keeps me up at night? Put, right? Yeah, that one. What if you had? Beaten Fort Scott, you wonder where the girls' heads would have been at the rest of the year. Yeah, Instead,
1: I think no, momentum. I'm I think curious. momentum's huge too. You mm-hmm. know that with sports, like once you get that first good big win, it carries.
0: Yeah, uh. when you're that's the one thing I can never truly quantify mm-hmm. statistically, or I can't quantify it with an X's and O's thing. I, I it's just more of a metaphysical type thing, which mm-hmm. is when you're winning, things just are going right. You're, mm-hmm. You you're. Your tolerance goes up. Your yeah. your your luck seems to improve. Like mm-hmm. if you just you just start. Sometimes you just start winning, and but when you're losing, man, it, it just it's starts getting out It's a downward spiral. Yeah, losing will turn the best of people into cancers, enemies. But winning will turn the worst of souls into yeah I, into positive forces. Yeah, and it's and I sat there and I, I I sat there and I thought, what if you had beaten Fort Scott? <laughs> And that opening conference match in that hot as hell gym.
1: Oof! I don't miss that. Been there, done <laughs> that. Not going go, back. You'll have to go
0: there again. You're right. As, as a head coach now, uh, I'm curious. You're a head coach now. You'll have a voice. You'll have a vote in coaching committees Ooh, and stuff like that. Yeah. What's a What's something? You, what's a rule change or, or something that you'd want in in Jayhawk volleyball that you'd advocate for?
1: Um, I would advocate for us being able to talk to kids a little bit earlier. Right now we can talk to kids just going into their senior year. Well, it makes it really hard, especially when like four years and everybody else can talk to them like whenever. Mm -hmm. So we kind of, we don't get like last pick, but we kind of get those kids like late on recruiting Mm -hmm. when, you know, there's like a 20, 25 that's already signed somewhere and it's like, what? so um, oh there's a
0: 30 that signs somewhere i'm sure yeah exactly so
1: <laughs> i would definitely advocate for us getting to talk to kids like at least their junior year that's kind of when kids i feel like especially mm-hmm. high schoolers kind of try to like oh let's start kind of thinking maybe about college mm-hmm. kind of putting our name out there all right
0: well hey that'll do it for the war room dearden thank you very much for coming on Thanks for having parsons community is going to miss you but i'm sure i'm still going to run into you plenty as the <laughs> cockerville head coach I'm yeah sure you're going to be bothering me for every little thing that you have and, <laughs> and whatever don't get pulled over everybody
1: <laughs> uh
0: stay safe god bless congratulations mm-hmm. on the job dear him. thank you uh that'll do it for the war room stay safe